Hi friends, welcome to Happily Even After. I'm Life Coach Jen, a certified life coach that specializes in relationships. I'm a mom of four awesome kids and one amazing son-in-law, a home decorator, a remodeler, a shopper, a scrabbler, and a snuggler. I want to help you with your relationships, mainly the relationship you have with yourself, your family, and God. Thanks for listening and letting me share the tools I have learned that can help you live happily, even after some of life's greatest challenges. Hey friends, welcome to my podcast today. Um, This might be a little heavy because we're going to talk about emotions, but I just think it's important to talk about this topic. And if you're not experiencing it, someone else you know probably is or has. And so just to put a little bit of, I don't know, just meat behind the topic so you can understand like, wow. Um, And this, of course, is my experience. Not everyone experiences betrayal like I did. We all have different thoughts, feelings, but I'm just going to share mine. So I want to talk about what betrayal feels like and really talk about our emotions and how to process them because betrayal is a big one. It is a, I would say, a difficult emotion to have to feel and experience. And so I just kind of thought about if someone asked me what betrayal felt like, this is what I would say. It feels like the person you love the most in the world took your heart and shredded it and then stomped on it and looked you in the eyes and convinced you it's because you weren't good enough. And that's hard to hear and to think, but it really, it literally feels like your heart has shattered into a million pieces on the ground. And the person that you thought you married forever, for time and all eternity, and who was going to love you and protect you and honor you and respect you, did the exact opposite and didn't even care or didn't even think about you. Your entire body uncontrollably shakes and you want to crawl out of your skin. You become numb and can't remember anything and you can't eat, sleep, or relax. You become anxious, angry, and distrusting. And that's a lot of emotion, right? All into one package, I, I'm going to say it's betrayal. And it's interesting because um, I've been doing therapy for quite some time now. And the first time I started therapy, I was like, I don't like the word betrayal trauma. And in July, I had a woman on who was a betrayal trauma therapist, Becky Hennessy, and she called it relationship trauma or relational trauma, I think. And um, so I kind of like that better, but it really is trauma. And that seems dramatic, but I was just thinking a few days ago, my former neighbor was pinned in between two cars and his body experienced severe trauma. His hip pelvis was broken and... If you've ever been in a car accident, it's it's like this blunt, like sudden um, traumatic experience and your body feels it. And for some people, you if you have brain injury trauma, you could take months, years um, to recover from this trauma that your body has experienced. But what I'm going to say is that 
the betrayal trauma or the relational trauma is the same thing for your spirit. The problem with it is nobody sees it but you, your spouse that has cheated on you, that has betrayed you, maybe the woman or man that he betrayed with, they know about it. And then whoever else you've told, but you don't see it. You do not, because the thing is, especially as women or even men, women, we have to still go take care of our kids. We still have to drive carpool. We still have to make sandwiches. We still have to go to the grocery store. We still have to make dinner all while our body is experiencing this major traumatic event. If you're a man and this happens to you, you still have to go to work. You still have to, um, and women go to work too. But, you know, I'm, I'm just doing the, the, my experience with this. So, so it, it, unfortunately, it's an emotional trauma, but it can feel the same. It takes years, just like if you had physical trauma, physical therapy, which is why therapy coaching is so important when you're going through betrayal. You need someone. It is so important to talk to, to not be your mom or your dad because they're just getting angry and they're going to be choose the side and you don't want that. You need someone that is a neutral bystander that can help you get through this trauma. And I was thinking like the betrayer and his person that he's betraying with, the mistress or whatever, they're not feeling any of the emotions because they're feeling high on drugs. It's like when a drunk driver hits someone in a car, usually the drunk driver walks away with no injuries and totally annihilates the people that they hit and many times kills that person. But it's because they're on the drug, right? And so the person that is betrayed just gets the entire impact of it usually. So why it's so important for you to heal the betrayal in your spirit, just like if you were hit and had trauma in your body, you need to heal the trauma in the inside, in your, your emotional space, and it's going to take time. Trauma many times causes you to act different than you are and just have compassion for yourself. Um, you need to give yourself time to heal and process. And I was just looking up because if you're my age, because this happened in 1989 and it was a big deal, but Lorena Bobbitt, she cut off her husband's penis. And if you haven't heard this story because you're, you know, 20 um, or 30 or whatever, go look it up. But she had so much trauma because he was cheating on her, raping her, um, treating her horribly, doing terrible things. She was so traumatic. It caused her to do that. Also, crimes of passion. Um, so people that would normally be really sweet, good people— because of the betrayal, it causes them to do like crimes of passion. They, they act differently than they normally would. So it really is something that can be very, if you're not able to process it and feel it and learn from it and know what to do, if you just hold it in, it can wreak havoc in your life. It causes your um, fight, flight, freezer fawn to come out. And many people are fighters. Some, you know, I think I'm a fighter and a freeze. I freeze and fawn, but um, that's my personality, mostly freeze um, when I have trauma 
to myself and to my body. But becoming aware of that. And if you're wondering, like, just look back what you experienced and try to start analyzing it and processing it because that's going to help you get out of it because you don't have to feel this way for the rest of your life. You can move through it and overcome the betrayal. It doesn't have to define who you are. Um, And for sure, I, I don't want that for you. Another thing my therapist taught me, and I found it so helpful, is to take an emotion. And so I'm just going to give you this as homework. Um, Not that we like homework, but just a process. If you are experiencing betrayal or any type of emotion, and to name the emotion. Write it down. So many times, we don't even know what we're feeling. Because as I said at the beginning of the podcast, there were so many emotions that you're feeling, that it's hard to pinpoint which one you're feeling at that time. I personally named my fear and anxiety was Gretel. And I don't know, I think that came from Hansel and Gretel. I just was like, I'm like, what did, where did I think, you know, they were lost in the woods? Anyways, and so it's like, okay, today I'm feeling like Gretel is going to be with me. And it just makes it not so heavy and hard. Um, So give it a name and then describe how that emotion feels. And things that I called was desperate, a death grip, free fall, the unknown. That when I feel anxiety and fear, those are some words that come to mind. And pay attention. I come out when I feel and say that. So when does your anxiety and fear come out? And I said, When I'm scared, when I'm hurt, when I'm worried, when I'm nervous, when I'm insecure, when I'm uncertain. And then ask yourself, how do I know? And this is describing how anxiety and fear feels in your body. I have a pit in my stomach. My heart is racing. I can't sleep. My body feels antsy. I pace. My body feels tight. Then what am I trying to get? Like what need am I trying to get? I'm trying to get truth. I'm trying to get security, trust, comfort, calm, and peace. And then figure out what can I do instead of feeling all those other feelings. I'm going to take 10 deep breaths. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to acknowledge the fear and tell myself three ways I'm safe and secure and it's okay. So I would just challenge you to ask yourself these questions. There were four questions. I come out when, how do I know, what am I trying to get or do, what I can do instead. And with any emotion, especially a um, really deep emotion that's bringing a lot of like um, anxiety, anger, whatever, And really try to pinpoint that, name it, and then also see if you can find a theme song to go along with it. Because as you do that, your anxiety or whatever emotion you're trying to describe for yourself is going to diminish and you're going to be able to get more control over it. It's not going to rule your life. The song I chose was Fear is a Liar by Zach Williams. And that is so Gretel is my name and that's my song 
So do this with any emotion, with betrayal, with anger, with frustration. And if you do this, you're going to get more of a grasp on your emotions and be able to figure out, okay, how can I process this and not get it stuck inside me? Because so many times I like to avoid things. I don't want to feel betrayal because it sucks. It hurts. It's terrible. It's like someone ripped your heart and stepped on it and someone you trusted and really cared about and thought they cared about you. I mean, it's devastating. And I'm not saying that you cannot save your marriage after betrayal. I totally 100% believe you can. You can overcome it. But until you acknowledge it and process it, it is going to be a lot harder to do. And also, it takes two people to want to do that. Um, But you're not doing it for them. You're doing it for you and for your kids and for your future because that is what we're living for, right? We don't have to stay in our past. We can stay and live for our future. So I hope this was helpful. If you know of anyone that has experienced betrayal, I'd love to help them. Um, Give them lots of grace, lots of compassion. If they're showing up weird or hard or difficult, love them anyways, because that's what they need is love. They need love. They need to feel safe. They need to feel security. They don't need to be judged because they're already doing a great job at that on their own. So thanks so much for listening and have a beautiful day. If you want to learn how to live happily even after, sign up for my email at lifecoachjenwith1n.com. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Happily Even After Podcast. Let's work together to create your happily even after. Happily after.